millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Of mostly lit with yourself, Ray. With yourself. Oh my god, I'm I'm so <laughs> tight. The thing is, I'm sad today, and a little stressed. Yeah. Anyways, so we've got um, like the darling Alex reads with him. I'm here, um, as per. As per. As per. Yeah. We're missing a limb. Missing a limb. Um, he's not here. He's not well today. So wishing him to get better. Yeah, we move. Huh? We move. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Which then to get better. Um, yeah. Hopefully be here next week. So. Inshallah. Yeah. So how but I your... won't be. Oh yeah. Ray's going away. I'm going to Zanzibar um, to see family for a week. Um, I'm really excited. I haven't been since 2016. Um, so wow. 2016. That yeah. is a long time. So from. From like. August until like December. I remember when I went last time. Yeah, for like yeah, two yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the last time. Okay. Um, okay. It's only for like, it's not that long you're going for this time, right? No, this time I'm going for a week. A week? Yeah. I know. That is so far for a week. I know, but work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, guys, I'm off to Zanzibar and I'm just going to be sitting and baking in the sun because I really want to get like darker. I'm tired. Like, I look like I have jaundice in this oh weather. My God, I'm no, so you yellow, literally. Oh I'm God, like, no. So but yeah, so how how you been, Alex? Um, I've been good. I've been yeah. good. I've had um, a pretty good start to 2018. Can't yeah. lie. Uh, just trying to do better, get better. I started a new Twitter account. so I know, guys. He's rebranded. I'm not even rebranded. I've just disengaged from So this my is my question. Thing. This is my question that I have. I want to ask, right? Okay. I understand that, like people, like all of us are very like heavy into social media, and um, a lot of the times when I see people are like, "Oh, you know, I really just want to take a break from yeah. social media," and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. this thing that weighs so heavily on me. I can't lie. With all due respect, I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud! No. Like, do you know why? Because I, when I like. 
when I go on social media, I tweet for like, like I just tweet, you know what mm. I mean? And, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I actually hardly interact with people. I get so many like ads and messages and, and DMs. So I just don't respond because I know that's that. I don't, it's not even that I know. I'm just too busy. Yeah, so yeah. I will I will literally like go there and have my little like, you know, blah, 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 talk yeah, yeah. my little nonsense talk and say whatever and add my opinion on, on anything. And then I'll leave. And I might, and I'm not the person that will sit there for ages scrolling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I will like, when I'm on Twitter, I tweet. And when I'm not on Twitter, when I'm not tweeting, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm not like preying and da, 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 da. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, how do people like, why is it something that is so heavy? Like, oh my God, I need to get it because it's just too much. You know? yeah. like, I'm just like, I don't understand that. It's just one of those things. It's like everybody's sensibilities are different, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've got a few friends who like, who just don't go on Twitter. They only go on to post a, f- a little bit. Yeah. And then they come off. Yeah. Um, But with me, I just felt like, you know, building up, I mean, being, I was on there on that account for like three years. Yeah. And like, you know, all the things that you've kind of like seen and done throughout these years, all the stuff you tweeted, all the kind of people that you've like, um, met through online and that like, you just didn't really over time you kind of realised that they like they were trash or whatever <laughs> um, yeah but like it's just like you know for me it was just kind of like bringing those kind of energies over to kind of what I want to do next doesn't mm-hmm. really m- make much sense right um, that being said a lot of the people's acts that I liked and followed I can't remember them so mm-hmm. um, if you do find me follow me and I should be able what's to your, follow what's your you new back. app it's um it's Alex Reads yeah at it's Alex Reads not I'm just at it's Alex Reads yeah that's very confusing it's not even that confusing <laughs> um but I didn't want it to be too different yeah but yeah like that's kind of where I'm at I just feel like I just wanted to just start afresh kind is of it, thing I felt like there was so much weird, attached like, to it couldn't you just um sort of couldn't you have just unfollowed the people that you didn't want carried on? And then, like, because people are going to follow you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, the people yeah, who yeah, are yeah, going yeah. to follow you like, are the same possibly people who followed you on your previous account. Yeah. I mean, I could unfollow, like, I've, in my old account, I could have unfollowed. I mean, it's only deactivated, but, like, yeah. I could have unfollowed people on that. Oh, so you're the one that deactivated because my following went from 299. Oh, no, actually, no, it wouldn't because I followed your new account oh. after <laughs> a bit. <laughs> no, um... It's one of them ones. It's like you just end up. Um, it's just really, it becomes really political. Yeah. Like you know, like people that you followed for ages and then you unfollow them just because it's nothing personal to how you react with them outside of social media. Yeah. But when you when you're when you go into that world and then you see certain tweets or certain things retweeted and certain mm. messages, you just don't want to have to absorb that all the time. Mm. And even if and so unfollowing certain people would have been like oh why are you unfollowing me yeah. it's been so legit all this all this stuff so and don't you I'd find that just... quite a few people have different like online personas they do and that really freaks me out because i'd like to think that i am literally the same my 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 personality is the same online yeah. as it is offline whereas quite a few people that isn't the case mm-hmm. and so especially like when you see people who you think you know and then you see their online profile and it's like wait what yeah like who are you <laughs> yeah it's really it's a really it's a really tricky one yeah sometimes and um i kind of just want people to meet me with the same energy that they meet me uh, i meet them online you know what i yeah. mean and i know that's not always going to be the case a lot of the time hmm. um and i shouldn't and i think like obviously we do take social media very very seriously and like our generation and stuff but I think that that's kind of 
again, it's just down to your sensibilities. It's down to just taking the time and the energy just to yeah. take a step back from it and not take it so seriously. Um, and there's some people that only live through social media but don't know how to communicate outside of that. Mm. And that's what I kind of found really difficult especially yeah. when a lot of people it's like the first thing they do is they wake up and they check their twitter feed it's like you're like check, check your Instagram newspaper feed. in the morning yeah. back in the day you yeah. know you'd be reading the newspaper but now it's like you go on twitter but i also don't like i think as much as people like shit on social media and talk about how quote unquote our generation mm. that's where we live yeah twi- like mostly lit would not be here if it that's wasn't for true. twitter no, 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 there no. is so many positives I mean, like, they, they, they are positives they are positives and there are negatives it's just you know like even when um, i was talking to my friend this week and he was saying like he understands it just because there's only so many personalities you deal with in a day i right? know and you just see receiving and, all of this yeah, information and, like, you're and, probably yeah. following what 300 to up to thousands of people yeah and that's a that's thousands and thousands of personalities that you're having to interact you're, with you're, simultaneously that yeah that you're inadvertently absorbing yeah all the time so it, it becomes really so when people say oh it's draining or i'm taking a break because it is draining because you're taking a break yeah. like a lot of the time i see my friends post things about you know not feeling too good or um and then you're kind of you you want to engage with them to be like oh how are you, are you okay yeah and like and a lot of people that you're probably not necessarily friends with outside of online but you're kind of you know online friends and mm. you just want to make sure that everybody's okay. me personally i kind of want to make sure that yeah, everybody's you're quite cool, like but it's just like you're an empath yeah i mean it's like i absorb a lot of what everybody what people feel and it just yeah. makes me so it, it does drain me sometimes but sometimes it's good to detach and to kind of just I'm all about detachment. <laughs> I yeah. am the disassociating. Even when I try to, you know what? Like it's so funny because even when I try to detach, I can't detach fully. Yeah, it's like all right, like I don't care. Like just brush it off my shoulder, and then I'm like, same. And then you're thinking about it, and you're, you're like, like, hey, why do I care? With me, I always scold myself for caring all the time. I'm like, yeah, why do I care? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's us this week. Um, you're a bad bitch, right? You know, it's like you know what? I I was even writing a post on it. Um, recently this week i and then i kind of started off with like i'm not that guy i'm not the <laughs> oh bad b <laughs> i'm, not the, I'm not the bad b i <laughs> actually the, do care I, just, I could just did select all and delete yeah so i was like you no, know what? A- i am not because <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're just not in the right frame, yeah. right, my, uh, frame of mind to write certain things yeah so i was like no 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 but it's all good absolutely um what are you reading this week okay so well this week um has been quite I'm really flustered and I think I've got my January blues my SADs just doing all sorts so mm-hmm. obviously I've been reading the book that um I set for this week which is John Green's Turtles All the Way Down um and I always say Turtles All the Way Under when I'm saying it but it's called Turtles All the Way Down by John Green and um obviously you guys know that I've been reading The Spider King's Daughter since last week but I haven't finished i haven't really like um gone on to read it after i had picked up john green's novel um but i was at work and i was talking to a friend and she said that um she read a book last year and the best book that she read last year was um this book called home fire um home fire by an author called camila shamsi which was actually long listed um for the man booker last year and I won it in a competition. So I won Lincoln in the Bardo and Home Fire. Um, 
and Actually, I've had it. It's actually a signed copy, and I've had it since last year. And this girl was like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna give it to you. It's called Home Fire, and you'll really love it because you really liked um, Sophocles's um, Antigone, and this is a sort of a modern retelling of Antigone." And I was like, oh my God, yes, please give it to me. And I looked up my shelf and I saw that I already had this book. <laughs> so um, this week, I'm really going to try to read it so I can tell you all about it um, when I come back from holiday. Or you'll probably literally see me like talking about it on Twitter. Um, and I've got a lot of like opened books that I just have, like even Origin. I'm literally like on the last few pages. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, but I really want to start something else. Yeah. And I'm just like, flustered i'm like oh you get to that stage right sometimes i mean there's so many books i've got that i need to continue i'm basically putting myself through a not necessarily a boot camp a reading (laughs) boot camp but i'm kind of putting myself through this thing where i know that in the week i'm reading like like something for the show and then something else yeah then on the weekend i'm reading something i need to actually finish over a several uh, several amount of months so i'm trying to like break it down in that way hasn't this show just like change the way you look at books because yeah like before you know when we first started like i loved books but i never felt this um i never felt like i'm i'm running out of time and (laughs) i went to see hamilton recently and they have a song in hamilton that um there's a there's a a chorus and in in the chorus there's a line that says why you writing like you're running out of time and in my head i was like Rafa, why are you reading like you're running out of time? <laughs> and that is how I read. And that's why when I read a book and it gets to like near the end, I just want to put it down because I'm like, okay, like I've basically read it, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can start something else and I don't go back no, to it. And I literally it. read complete like I'm act. running out of time and I'm so anxious. <laughs> and I'm like, what has most Lilith done to me? <laughs> like, this is Alex's fault. Like... I'm literally <laughs> on the verge crazy. of a breakdown right now. I'm like, there's just far too many books and I don't know what to do it's one of them ones like I know that like obviously time permitted but I just feel like there's so many books that I've got to read I just need to just strategically (laughs) make myself read them because like Obviously, you got to be realistic. I'm not going to sit down with an 800-page book and be like, I'm going to read this in a week because my yeah. you know, <laughs> the way that I can barely get through a 300-page yeah. book in a week is mental. But there's like, you got to take your time with some books. I mean, obviously, exactly. the more you read, the quicker your reading speed becomes, I guess. And then you may end up flying through them like quicker yeah so but that's not a, the point right the point shouldn't be to fly no, no but like it's not like it's not flying through them because because you're still enjoying them but i'm just saying that when it comes to time if you want to make the most of the time that's there like you you craft it and you create mm. it around your schedule but i think we're doing sense. it all wrong as in i'm now not enjoying books because mm. and it's great that there's a platform about books that actually can come and say i don't enjoy reading books <laughs> Because it's more so like now, like I love reading and reading is so important to both of us. And I'm just like, I'm not really enjoying it because I'm thinking, okay, what's the next one? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, in our 2016 strategy, I need to read more modern books. Uh, and that's why obviously I chose like, you know, Turtles all the way down. Yeah. But then I'm like, but how can I really start reading modern books? Because have I really like truly immersed myself in classic literature that I can say yeah. that I've done that part really well? This, is, this sounds like, and this I'm sounds like, like really self-sabotaging. <laughs> literally, <laughs> because, I'm literally like, I, have I read enough because, classics to really move on, yeah. on to modern literature? No, I haven't. No, Fuck, but, I should really pick up something. <laughs> <laughs> number one you're crazy i know so there's that um but i <laughs> i think that 
I think that for me it was more like because I know guys I've set my my reading target to 60 books this year yeah there's 50 and then my my colleague was like there's 52 weeks in a year and I'm like uh, oh okay. shit so does that mean that means there's an extra eight books oh, on top of problem books solved a week? read a thin book <laughs> read a novella there we go read do a like three and read then you can reach your target stories. see that we're works. doing this all wrong Alex <laughs> we shouldn't even be having this conversation no, the thing is like it's just, it's just a nice challenge for me if I, even if I reach 52 books that'll be a, a good, job well done yeah. for me do you know what I mean it's yeah. just one I always set the bar above what I think yeah. I know what I can do <laughs> because who knows if I can get to that point yeah um but yeah, man, like, just take your time and read the books. It's not even like, it's not about trying to rush them or trying to, you know, cram them all in. Like, yeah. it's just about just absorbing what you can from it. And making and, it and an edifying it experience. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. And that's what it is. So for me this week, I'm reading Guy Gunaratni's In Our Mad and Furious City. Oh, yes. And it's not out until May. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the preview. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> It's not out until May, and do you know what? Like reading it, I'm on like the fifth chapter so far. Obviously, I just put it down for a bit to read this week's book. Um, but what I found is that it's such a really, really good outline as to what is as to what like life is like in London. Yeah. Um, from a different perspective, because you know when uh, when we read a lot of these um urban books quote unquote urban books and um <laughs> they tend to be written like you know they tend when it when we're writing about inner city life they tend to always be written by the same people by black um by black authors and whatnot and um this was a really interesting take on it because it has it for a generation it, the, the multitude and diversity of characters that we have in there mm-hmm. it's amazing it's what you would exist what i exactly saw when i was at school it's what i saw it's set in northwest london is it very um uh nw and um so white teethy no 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 so basically so it's set in northwest london okay um and so a lot of it is familiar to me because i'm just like oh my god oh, yeah, and so i can kind of see it um and it's just like also i'm very proud you're reading a fiction yeah that I'm, has I been a to, very I, I like be, i have to be reading fiction because i told you guys that's what i'm going to be doing yes this okay so i'm trying to read as much fiction as i can i've got like one non-fiction that i read a week it's interesting because the book you're reading apparently is only is set in like 48 hours like everything happens in 48 hours which book uh in our mad and furious City. Yeah, yeah 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 so did you just to say that pardon did you say that and i just missed it no. Oh, phew. Because no, no. <laughs> no, like, no, I was no, like, no. wait, did Alex No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, it's actually, it's like, it is quite fast paced as yeah. well. And okay. um, you you start to relate to the characters. You know, there's Yusuf, like his like his dad was an imam and stuff. Oh, that's and my brother's like, name. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, and it's like, and, and, it, and like, you know, figuring out that story and yeah. then figuring out another guy's story. He's like, an, he's black, he's an athlete and like his, and about his relationship with his dad and stuff. And it's kind of like looking at all these different characters and then what, and then, you know, the impact of like external negativity that mm. comes from it, that comes into their world and stuff. And it's such, it's so well written. I just need to finish it, to be How honest. How thick is it? It's not that thick, probably around two, 300 pages. Okay. Two, 300 pages. And I'm looking forward to actually like fully going into it. So I know Guy's probably listening because he listens. Hey um, Guy, how you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> we, I like your book. Um, <laughs> let me let me finish it with folks so I can give you a full 
rundown. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm reading. Perfect. Alongside what we were. Do you know? Oh, do you know what you'll be reading next? Or what do you have Ooh. along? Um, no, I'm not sure. I hate I'm not that sure. But, I'm, but I'll be continuing that alongside the books that we meant to read for the yeah. show. <laughs> so it's like, that's kind of how, the, that's kind of the technique yeah. I'm using. But it's, yeah. yeah. But it's cool. So, Fabulous. So obviously Derek's not here. So there's no gem there's this no week. There's no gem this week. <sighs> um, let's move on to the main topic then. Let's move on to the main topic. So, okay. So we were reading Turtles All the Way Down. Um, by John Green. By John Green. It was like, published last year. Published last year. Um, by Penguin. Yeah. And, you know, if I've not read The Fourteen Our Stars and I've not seen the film The Fourteen Our Stars, what? so this is like this is the first kind of introduction to John Green that I've had. So um, I've heard that The Fourteen Our Stars is actually a pretty shit book. Oh, <laughs> I know. Um, wow. but okay. I've watched the film and I've watched watched it multiple times, and I cry. I'm already a crier, right? Okay. Everyone knows this. I'm a crier. I don't cry in front of people, though. You're big unless, baby. Like, unless you're like Alex. <laughs> um, but The Fault in Our Stars, the movie, listen, it's another really? level of, like, my heart wrenches. Oh, God. As in, it just does a wrench, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's it like a, it's a verb. It's like, a doing word. You know what that makes me think of? Um, you know the Grinch. You know when his heart starts to beat and it's like this small heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, if you've read like The Fault in Our Stars, I haven't. I've heard it's not that great, but please don't judge that by like this book because I'm obviously I've got like I would say an eighth to finish. An eighth, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and I I really enjoy it, and I was really surprised that I enjoyed it because mm. I didn't think I would. Anyway, mm. let's give a general overview. Yeah, so general overview of the book, I think. I tried to explain this on Instagram live just Let's before the show. Yeah, and I um, but, And then Ray was laughing because it, it was not the synopsis that she approved of. Um, <laughs> let me just read the blurb. Yeah, read the blurb. Because read the blurb. I don't want to do this injustice. But um, so 16-year-old Aza never intended to pursue the mystery of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett. But there's a $100,000 reward to, at stake. And her best and most fearless friend, Daisy, is eager to investigate so together they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from russell pickett's son davis aza is trying she's trying to be a good daughter a good friend a good student and maybe even a good detective while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts first of all can i say that is the world's shittiest blurb <laughs> because it gives you nothing like if i read that i'd be like okay that's a whole lot of shit i didn't shit. even read the blurb when i first opened the book neither did but, i yeah so essentially the story is about a young it's not girl. about that at all okay yeah it's not really about that but it's about how this girl called aza holmes deals with um her own mental spirals yeah while trying to live a relatively normal life yeah so she has uh, multiple anxiety disorders right. and mainly surrounding um this something called c, c diff, diff yeah. which is um a human microbium and she's like this is the main thing so that blurb just was yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah. crap because i didn't want to tell you too much I yeah guess, but, but come on how can you miss the most important <laughs> the okay. most thing that is like in every part right, of that right, book right, 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 so right. basically she has multiple um anxiety disorders and she she basically feels that there are microbes in her that are bad mm -hmm. and she has this um what would you call it a cut in her 
a scab, I don't know, oh, on her finger. Like, yeah, she has like a callus. Yeah, and she has, and she, obviously she um, cuts it and she pierces it. And in her mind, she's like, she's basically taking away the pathogens in her. Yeah. And then she always like puts um, hand sanitizer and wraps it in new uh, plasters each each time. And she does this all the time. And her thought spirals come in at the most inconvenient of times. Um, yeah. Including like kissing a guy or whatever. Yeah. And you can tell, like, it's written in a way that you're like, shit, like, yeah. it's going to come. Yeah. And it's there. And it's, it's I think it's done really well. Yeah, it's so vivid. Um, and I think that it was such, I think it was well written. It was a very well written book. Yeah, it's very and, simple. Yeah, it's very simple, very straightforward. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to with regards to his other works, so I don't know. But, mm. you know, I felt like, I felt like you really understood her mental health journey. Yeah. Do you know? Like, you know, once you figured out about the relationship relationship she had with her dad, the one she has with her mum, etc. Yeah. And um I think John Green really writes these characters well, especially the young ones. You know, I mean like Yeah, he, surprisingly he, 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 I was so her friend Daisy, I was like, This is me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is me. I'm as You think you Daisy. I think I'm so Daisy okay. in terms of when she was how she responds to people and like when i really care about someone there was a point in the book where she has a conversation with um like so daisy her friend has a conversation with you know our lead protagonist who is aza holmes who is affectionately known as holmesy mm-hmm. and she's like daisy says you know it's very hard like dealing with you because i obviously I want to be here for you but because obviously you're very much like in your own world and you sometimes don't understand that other people worry about you Mm -hmm. and that's kind of strenuous and I don't want to sound like a bitch but you can't really judge me yeah do you know what I mean and that part was like yeah I think it was really gut-wrenching yeah Um, because it's like when you're when you're when you're around people and it depends on what kind of communicator you are yeah. as well. Like, Aza is one of those characters who doesn't speak, yeah. but she lets people speak to her or at her. Yeah. And Daisy is one of those characters who speaks a lot around people, mm. you know? So she kind of, like, has a lot to say about everything, yeah. about something, you know? There's something that's always right, witty or quirky to you say. Can, you can at me. And, <laughs> you can at me, I'm quite <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know what I mean? So it's all about dealing with how... You know, People it's about interact, yeah, it's yeah. about interacting, like especially when with between friends. It's like understanding how your how your personality and their personality kind of clash in the sense that one doesn't kind of reciprocate. Yeah, in a, the thing in a way. is, it, sometimes it's not even about clashing. So Aza doesn't talk a lot, and she's very like into like she has a really internal locus of control it's very much like and she even says that she's like i'm i'm not aware of my surroundings i'm very i'm very like i don't see anything except for what i'm going through and you know i'm very internal whereas you know um uh, daisy fills up a room so sometimes it's not even about clashing but collaboration in that they need each other Mm. do you know what i mean because daisy cannot i don't think Aza would have been able to deal with somebody else who is exactly like her. Imagine those, they'll never talk. Nothing, nothing will ever get nothing done. Would, nothing would ever come to fruition. Exactly, be because be they'll be the same people yeah. and how they handle issues will be yeah. the same. And then that would make it slightly 
difficult and that would breed a lot more contempt than it would exactly you know what they say familiarity breeds contempt yeah and but it was that understanding i mean they even had a i said between this between best friends they had this they had this kind of fallout and when she when when daisy was even asking her do you even know what my my parents do mm. okay I, I didn't oh, get to not, that part but it's that fine no, but like she said you said you'd like because um she doesn't I, ask. I don't want to spoil like, this bit, but there's a there's a bit because you know D- Daisy writes fan fiction. Yeah, for Star and, Wars. Yeah, she for loves Star Wars. But um, like she does like Chewbacca. <laughs> she's pretty good at Chewbacca it. romance yeah. and stuff, and she's like really, really becoming really popular as a writer. Yeah. And um, what's it? Aza finally reads one of her stories because um, D- uh, what is it? Davis tells her doesn't. No, no, no. I don't think it was that. Was it that? No, I think she just no. She went on. She has several communications, so but she all right. So, bit of context: Aza likes to read, um, loves to like people from a distance. Mm. So she tends to read um, this guy Davis's blog. And She's like, a stalker, basically. Yeah, stalker, but she would read his posts and be like, Poetry, "Oh, okay, yeah. I get, I get a bit, I get a bit more of an understanding of you. Yeah, I'm gonna message you now and be like, yeah. oh, da, 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 da. Um, so then she decided to go on Daisy's one and she was reading some of the stories and then she found that one of the characters were very similar to her mm-hmm. and but was portrayed in quite a negative light like oh like this girl is um not her by name but some by a different yeah. name oh you're exhausting you're this that and the other yeah. you're kind of constantly ruining the relationship that i want to have with this guy or yeah. Chewbacca, whatever it was and um the more she read the more she felt wow is that how you see me you, how you see me yeah kind of thing and then they come that down to how she is though. yeah yeah it's how she <laughs> yeah. is it's how she is but you know like it's about it's about understanding how mm-hmm. people are you know what i mean like it's, and it's inexcusable when she was like when daisy said to her oh do you even know what my parents do do you know what my parents name names are kind of thing and then she couldn't answer mm. because it was like oh shit you know it's like oh shit i don't yeah. know what your parents do i don't know what your parents are, are, uh, do or what their names are and they're best friends do you mm. see what i mean Whereas your friendship does is not contained in all of the different, like you don't have to be a part of every single world that this one person is in. So knowing the name of their parents or what their parents do is not necessarily important, depending on the friendship you have. Exactly, depending on the friendship you have. And I think that's why it's very important to have that understanding of who are you to me and who are we to each other and what do you expect me to do in this relationship? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So that was really important. But I found that quite difficult to to kind of absorb just because I was like but you don't understand like she's going through a lot in her mind mm. if you understood that she's going through a lot in her mind why would you bring that up do but you know? at the same time it begs the question of how do like how do we deal with people with like how do you how can you be present with someone who with who is going through some something mentally strenuous do you know what I mean because Aza has all of these um, like anxieties so you don't want to make excuses for what they do to you. But at the same time, can they be a better friend? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So where do you draw the line of, oh, actually, it's okay. I understand you're going through something. But then at the same time, everyone is going through it. Yeah. And everyone is going through it in their own ways. So you, you're you suffering, but I'm also suffering. Mm-hmm. So how can we both be there for each other? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's give or take. It's give yeah, or take. and it's that. But I think... so just discussing like Aza's actual like mental disorder so Mm -hmm. as we said obviously she she goes through these spiral thoughts where um she always has to um it's i think she's i don't know i would say 
she has anxiety she's also a hypochondriac but she has this thing where she thinks she's going to die because of this particular (laughs) disorder and so every time she has to undo her um plaster and like squeeze out the pathogen again and she does this all the time and obviously with any social like with any disorder if it you know starts ruining your day-to-day activity and your day-to-day living it becomes an issue but then she brought up the question of a bit of her a philosophical question of you know when she sat down with her um her therapist she said my my one of my biggest fears is that i'm a fiction yeah and i'm and i'm i don't think i'm real mm-hmm. because if i um am my thoughts and i can't control my thoughts i'm basically a pathogen i'm basically my whole body is made up of pathogens and made up of external things mm-hmm. more than me so how can i be real and how and it's and she said this funny thing to the guy that she was speaking to she said um i'm i'm a path i'm a bacteria who thinks they're a host yeah or, a you parasite know, yeah a parasite, parasite who thinks that they're the host yeah because i i am not in control of this body of yeah. mine so how can i be real yeah and how can if i'm not real who who am i yeah and literally like the the sort of the question of being but not in a mental way but more so physical it takes away from you know the idea of i think therefore i am and he's her therapist did this great explanation of actually your thoughts are not you because um my what's his name bloody hell descartes yeah like descartes was like um it's not your thinking that makes you it's the fact that you doubt and therefore you think and therefore you are yeah so do you think you're fiction, Alex? Oh, I think I'm fiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the sense that there's an author. Like, do that, you think you then, are in control? Like, do you think you're the parasite or do you think you're the host? So do I think that I'm in control of what I do? Yeah, and who you are. I think that, I mean, I was thinking about this this week and I was like, do I, am I, am I fully in control of what I'm doing? And I probably do have a, a, a slight inclination to think that i'm fiction mm, yeah. i'm low-key crazy but then <laughs> it's like but it's like it's one of them it's it's um you detach yourself a lot of the time and for me i've always looked at myself from the perspective of a like you know like you know like you're being filmed and then you're watching your life kind but of doesn't thing. that make you so real though because you are so aware of you yeah so like i'll be walking around and sometimes and when i think back on situations mm. i think back on them as if I'm being what I'm watching the situation, so in that weird sense, I detach myself from being here. Therefore, I'm, you are. Therefore, yeah. But then I think that makes you so not fiction because oh, okay. you are so aware mm-hmm. that of your surroundings and everything. Whereas, yeah, like for example, Aza is worrying about all of these things, but then that makes her not fiction because she has the power to question the parasite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whereas. I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't, I think I'm so fictional because obviously now, now I'm not because I'm doubting it and I'm actually sitting down and thinking about it. But when I'm actually just living, I'm like, so, you know that book that you gave, you gave me yesterday, no, last week where we received a book saying how to fight. Oh, okay. By, um, Teach Nat on 
I don't know how to pronounce yeah, his name properly. Yeah, I can't pronounce it either. Um, and so it was, it was quite apt because I've just been angry the past... No, I'm always angry, guys. Um, but always I, beefing somebody. <laughs> I'm always beefing somebody. Like, no, most of the times I'm beefing myself, actually. <laughs> I can't even lie. Um, and just like how I react to things and stuff. Yeah. But um, it was, there was a point in one of, the, one of the things in that book, it said, you know, make sure you pause before you react. And so this week I was like, okay, I'm going to pause every time I react or every time I feel myself wanting to react, I'm going to pause. And mate, <laughs> I did not pause one time, Alex. Not it was an one, not one bit. I did not pause at any moment. And I thought to myself, when I when reading, you know, this and when I when I you know, when Aza was having that discussion of you being your thoughts and not being in control of who you are and therefore who actually are you and i'm thinking i can't even for one minute i pause there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Before I do something. See? And. The gift of anger is what I give you to read. <laughs> read the book. <laughs> I'm like, I tell myself, yes, Raifa, when you get angry, you are going to stop. You are going to look around you. You are going to calm down. You're going to count to 10. You're going to do all of these measures that will allow you to deal with the situation better and be more in control of you. Yeah. And I couldn't do that. But and then I got so angry afterwards yeah, but at it's a pro- myself. But it's a process though. It's a process. Like you're not going to get it right on the first go. I you know, see what but I mean? God, like, how... Un- like in, like I, I have no... Isn't it just so worrying that you go through life and <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm I think... disgusted. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even pause. I mean, like, the thing is, like, you've, you've, the thing is, it's one of those things. Like you, it's, it's how you react to yourself as well. When you when you do things wrong or you don't do things in the way that you feel like you're prescribed to do them, mm. so if we book, if we bring it back to the book, Aza trying to live this life of a t- of an American teenager, yeah. like you know to date, to do her exams, to go to college, yeah. and she doesn't feel like she's doing it right a lot of the time, mm. and she beats herself up 
so much. So much, yeah. That she kind of like, she she literally fights herself all the time. Like, yeah. I apologise. Like, I'm this, so like, sorry. That. She's always and saying I, sorry. I have that. I have that as well. Like, I sabotage myself because I'm always apologising. And then I'm realising, like, why am I always apologising for things? I shouldn't have to. Yeah. But you really it's, shouldn't. Huh? Yeah, you really but you, sh- you don't have to. I don't. But then it's like, <laughs> but then it's also the, th- the fact that you're not going to get things right always the first time do you see what i mean like it's because it's a process if we got things right the first time we wouldn't learn much about ourselves in the coming coming up Mm. you know so if you want to pause you're aware that you you're aware that you've not paused before so now that's the first step is awareness (laughs) the next step is actually just trying to make it yeah a thing and just being aware of like the triggers when it when it comes and whatnot like i tend to put a lot aside (laughs) and just be like okay well that's annoying and yeah. i just kind of like go with it and I'll come back then return to it a bit later but the thing is um with me it's the spiral you know like the spiral. the spiral on the inside that's what they kind of talk about in this in the book what john green says like the spiral tightens mm. as it goes around and the, and, gu- then- and the guilt spiral kind of happens and i kind of feel worse and worse yeah. and worse and it's about relieving that that spiral so i don't know how many of you guys who are listening have those kind of experiences where you can't control your thoughts and then before and then there was this thing it's like because the spiral tightens you're just in prison because you're just you're in a cell of yourself do you know what I mean and you're like you can't move you can't say anything Mm -hmm. because it's not even that it's there's there's an end to the spiral you're just you know down there all the time so you're always moving but you're you're still and yeah. it's just, it's just harrowing and just always moving, but really you're still, yeah, weird. <laughs> it's really strange. It's just the way that you kind of end up not really making much, much, much progress yeah. in the end, you know. But what did you think of Davis? There's a character in the book, um, in the blurb I read out about a billionaire who went missing. Davis is his son. Yeah. So. And, and Davis, Aza's like obviously, love like interest. love interest. Yeah, um, I thought Davis. I really loved Davis because I thought I think he's a really nice stand-up guy. Yeah, like, he was like, a real nice like, lad. There was you know, no reason like <laughs> for any of this to happen to him. Yeah, like, there was just so obviously, Dave, like both Aza and Davis have have lost parents. Um, um, Aza lost her father, and Davis lost his mother, and then after his father, because father just goes missing, and um. What I love about Davis is that he's just, he's an amazing person. He has a really good insight into things. So there was yeah. a part when um, he says something, which I said, oh, well, I have to read out on the show because it's amazing. All right. He said, um, your mum gives a shit, you know. Most adults are just hollowed out. You watch them try to fill themselves up with booze or money or God or fame or whatever they worship and it all rots them from the inside until nothing is left but the money or booze or God they thought would save them. That's what my dad is like. He really disappeared a long time ago which is maybe why it didn't bother me much. I wish he were here but I've wished that for a long time. Adults adults think they're wielding power but really power is wielding them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I read that part yeah. and I was like, oh yeah. my God, yeah, yeah. Davis. And the thing is like, but the thing about Davis, I found that he was quite um, surreal in a really yeah. weird sense. He because he, like, he was just like, 
you know, like he writes a series of blog posts, and in his blog posts, such a millennial. I know he writes a series of blog posts, and in his blog posts, he starts with like a quote from a piece of literature, and yeah. then he has a he mini has really ess- good ones. Then he has yeah. Yeah, really good ones, and he has really mini mini essays mm-hmm. that he writes about like, relating to the quote and about how he's feeling, and it's really intuitive yeah. the way he does it. But I don't think who's doing that. Who's Ain't nobody doing that. This no, is not this is not a real person. Obviously, he's not a real person. But when no, I think like. Do that. Do they? Depressed people. people have yeah, but, like, but like, he's like so much, like so many things that he's kind of like, I, I'm in my head, I was thinking, where's he getting all these quotes from? Is he Googling like the quotes? Or he's he's actually, re- he like has, knows has, a lot of stuff genu- as well. He knows a lot of stuff, but it's never explained why he know how he knows them. I mean, he went to private school. So yes, he mean, yeah, them. like a lot of people go to private school. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean they've read all these things. I mean, he even read, he even put a quote in that I used in, um, in a piece I wrote this week on friendship, but he wrote um he used this quote i'm gonna paraphrase i can't remember where it is exactly in the book but Mm -hmm. it's from virginia wolf oh yeah oh i think yeah do you know what it is um yes i went to share um something virginia wolf wrote english is it that one yeah english which can express the thoughts of hamlet and the tragedy of lear has no words for the shiver and the headache the merest schoolgirl, when she falls in love, has Shakespeare or Keats to speak her mind for her. But let a sufferer try to describe a pain in his head to a doctor and language at once runs dry. And that is, that just kind of sums up what we were talking about with the spiral. Yeah. With the communication between friends. Mm. With the communication about how you're feeling with regards to your mental health and all these different things. Like, there are so many words out there, but to actually articulate exactly how, yeah. how you're feeling it's, just, it's so difficult yeah. and that's kind of what Aza couldn't couldn't do couldn't do you know because there was a part when D- daisy her friend was like when Aza was trying to tell her about what she's going through and her and trying to she was basically worrying with her there and she she hardly ever does that and Aza and, and daisy says you know do you want how do you want me to react do you want me to to worry with you will that make it better or do you want me to um, like make you feel better by saying oh it's nothing do you know what I mean yeah. How, what will make it better and she was like like nothing like she was literally like nothing can make it better basically yeah. you yeah. know so try like obviously Shakespeare Keats these people have all of these words that can ex- can try to express feeling mainly love and you know anger I think this is why a lot of the times when we are going through shit we, we search for a little quote to yeah. put up because there is nothing else that we know of that can construct precisely how you feel yeah. especially it's, even if you are in love and you see a quote and you put it up yeah that that expresses a love maybe it expresses shakespeare's love it expresses how romeo felt for juliet but it doesn't really like con- express how yeah. alex feels for blob do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like a contrived kind of aged dated notion yeah. of love and imagine sense. if we like mastered if we all truly mastered language that can enable us to to say to to a T exactly how we feel, I feel like conflict would just not arise. You know? You know what? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I do think in certain languages, I think even like, I think, I can't remember, I was talking to, um, I think it was Satya at one point. Hey, hey Melanin Millennial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Satya at one point, and they said there was a word about like, there's, a word for missing somebody but not necessarily not missing them 
oh, I forgot what it was. It's not like it's not like homesick, mm. but it's not like missing somebody who's dead. It's not like missing somebody who's far away. It's like this really weird in between um, kind of feeling. I've forgotten what it's called, but I'll find out and I'll probably let you know. But yeah. it's like, but it's that it's that kind of thing. Like you don't have the language in English to say certain words, but in other languages there are you do. Th- there yeah. are those words, you know. That all able to express it and you just don't know. You just don't know. Because you really like your like your your brain hasn't your the feeling is there, but the word isn't there. So yeah. how do you convey it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The feeling's but, there. Especially but the word's like not. with this book. So I was even thinking like how she talks about her mental health disorder to other people and how like so, for example, in like Swahili, I don't really know a word that says like mental health. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like okay, sh- there is something wrong. I can't really like maybe there is, but I, I I genuinely doubt there is a word that can convey that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's why talking about mental health is something that is so I think foreign back where I'm from. You know, it's start the la- it's starting to change now because obviously we're starting to learn, but it's so foreign. They just call it something else. Yeah, yeah. that isn't mental health. Maybe yeah. just an, it's just so weird. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I really guys like like get turtles all the way down. My it's friend, so bad. my friend, like, I really wanted to choke up. Like <laughs> they, so many moments. There, like I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm and like, it's, just... it's not even like it's sad. Like it's not even like someone something happened it's more so like questioning self mm. you know the idea of am i fiction if i can't even control yeah my thoughts my my reactions like do you know what i mean yeah yeah and then it's also dealing with other people and how they react to you and then you're thinking they're probably thinking the same thing that you're thinking exactly because they also are a person of in their own right and they're also worried about how you're going to think mm-hmm. and it's just that internal loop and you know spiral of me you us them world and you just realize and then you have to go to school and you have to pass your great like you have to pass you know and then you have to go to university and then you have to worry about money and then you have to worry about being an adult is long guys i just haven't got the time it is just it just reminds you just god this life is just hella yeah hella extra <laughs> like there's just so much you know to what? deal with and, and to all, comprehend you know what and it's all prescribed by people and it's really irritating because even in the very beginning before we round up the segment it's like the the whole concept of having an alarm that tells you when to leave your lesson oh yes and go to eat or when to leave your lesson to go yes. to the next one or when to you know and from the very beginning and she even speaks to her mum who's a teacher ironically at her school yeah. and she says um, why, why do we have why do we have to do that and she's like yeah in that way sometimes it's, it's like the same prison. as a prison yeah. <laughs> and you're like that's yeah. so casual but it's that's true. true it's like you have you get told when to rec- go to play or recreation and you get told when to grow up you get told when to, and then that's it like once the five years are up that's it after the next thing and then you go to and then you're shipped across to another part of the country or probably in the same city mm-hmm. to a university where you're and then just after that you're shipped away from everything you've known since you started and this is why I think this would be reading this book has been so like I didn't think it'd be so momentous for me but it really is because it really has highlighted the angst and that I've had since finishing education and starting work yeah. so I started work like late last year guys and I've been like on a roller coaster of emotions because I'm like oh my god I'm not a student anymore 
I, in, I, I pay taxes, you know, <laughs> I, and a lot of taxes. I have to pay taxes. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, mm. I'm an adult and I'm, well, I'm supposed to be an adult and I'm supposed to I behave in this be way. I should be an adult, but the way that adults are acting, I don't think I'm acting as much as an adult. Adult, as such you know what I mean? And I have to save money because I have to, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm just like, oh, and I have to start looking after people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I have to give back to like i'm going back to zanzibar and i'm telling you everyone's like oh can i have this and i'm like whoa yeah. since when like since you leveled up b i'm like that's what like, happened since, like, you, since what? you got your qualification and it's just it's it's exhausting because it's there's mad. no one there to hold your hand to say and this is this yeah and this is how they and this is how people and this is what happens and it's a real becoming mm-hmm. and it is fucking frightening do you know what I mean like oh my scary. goodness and I think like and, and I don't think there's this even I don't even think there's an actual time where you grow up you know I don't think there is like there isn't you conceive adulthood it. is a farce yeah like, it is a sh- it yeah. is a, it is nothing like you don't I don't I know from what I'm looking at uh, from what I'm thinking yeah. about and certain like people and characters I'm just like there are people there that are out here just enjoying life but they're adults but they're enjoying life in a way that is not necessarily like a child or a teenager but they're just enjoying what they do it's not necessarily being an adult they're just being there's a part in this book where um the um davis obviously um aza's love interest says um oh by the way um you know, my little brother's have going through a rough time right now because he realizes that his father, who was like the superhero to mm. him, is just a normal person. And not just that, but might even be a villain. Yeah. And that is traumatizing. And I think that is what for me, it's like you see adulthood as this thing and then you become an adult and you're like, but I'm actually just a person yeah. with flaws and worries and anxieties and faults, just like I was two weeks ago when I became an adult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, wow. Well, that there's was a so really much, There's so much part. in there about fatherhood, about parenthood, but yes. I would um, say moving on from that, just just be like aware. Like I think if, like Aza, there was a part when she was driving a car and she just couldn't even see where she was going. And I think if we just took time to just be more aware present, yeah. and present and try to get out of that well, as much as it is quite constricting and it tightens around us, if we just stop and think, you know what, somebody else is going through this, yeah. and we just look, yeah. then it might help us. It might just do so. <laughs> but yeah, that's Turtles All the Way Down, yeah, guys. That's by John, by John Green. Green. Please um, read it. Please read it. Like, Let us know what you think if you have read it, if you have read any of the other books that you've yeah. written. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Um, best Life Reads, very Ooh. quickly. I've got this book called When to Jump. Um, if the job you have isn't the life you want. Um, it's called. It's by this guy called Mike Lewis. And this what he's done... He, now I have to go, actually have to go to work. Yeah, he set up this company called When to, when to Jump. Mm. Um, and in this book, he's interviewed several people as case studies about several stages of when to when to jump so what he says is um he think he breaks down the curve as when you're making decision to embark upon your own kind of business or entrepreneurial kind mm-hmm. of career um he broke it down into four phases he says so phase one's listen to the little voice so that's the idea that comes make mm-hmm. sure that you understand what you're hearing and then Move on to phase two, which is make a plan. Obviously, because we need to plan in order to succeed. We don't want to fail. 
um, phase three, let yourself be lucky. So grab every opportunity that you have yeah. and just try it. Like you never know what you're going to have. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what networking opportunities you're going to get. Try it. And then he said, don't look back. Those are the folk, yeah, and then like you know, like a, then that's kind of like the kind of same energy I use with like creating a new account because it's like you just don't look back at what you've had, like It'll like lots wife you might be missing turning to salt, yeah. <laughs> after, but it's like don't look back, like you. There's always gonna be something that you're probably gonna think that you're missing, but yeah. it's all about what's happening next. Like you don't need to worry about what's happened, yeah. you know, or what could have been, because that means you've all, that means you've doubted the plan exactly. that you've made. I so quite like the idea of that you, little voice thing, yeah, and. Um, I've had so many little voices that I've just been like, shh. <laughs> like, just go for the ideas. And if the idea is conceivable, do it. And yeah. it's kind of like with the same energy I took when I applied to drama school and all these different mm-hmm. things. Just, I saw you changed your bio to actor. I, I was like, ooh, okay, been like, it's yes. It's been there for a while, but like, obviously, it's a nice, it's a nice clean bio and yeah. whatever. But in this book, um, When to Jump, he breaks down the chapters of those phases. And in the, each phase, he has a professional who's managed to change their careers um the four words by cheryl sandberg um who did lean in yeah um so for example on don't look back there's a guy called dan kennery Mm -hmm. who was a commercial banker and converted to a brewery owner uh on make a plan there was um a guy called adam brown adam braun who was a consultant and he went to become a non-profit founder and executive director what? like okay so i'm i need this book yeah you can have a read um <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna do my own essay and it will be like oh thank you yeah. it will be like lawyer partner turned into um Diva. philanthropist oh. stay at home mom with four kids who works has her <laughs> own business marries a billionaire <laughs> Whatever, man. and also has an event company because i like to boss people around and yeah. i think I just like events ran, companies yeah like an event pretty company. cool because then I like I, I'm a real like task have a task see it come to life boss um, people around and move on to the next <laughs> and move on to the next <laughs> thing but yeah like that's when to like jump my, that's when to jump by Mike Lewis um, but yeah have a look it's out in stores now um, yeah he's really cool lovely so, so when to jump if the job you have isn't the life you want by Mike Lewis it's just like some really good insightful experiences yeah. and lives um but yeah, all right. Mostly flicks. Mostly flicks. Oh god. We're gonna okay. run through this quite quickly because we're strapped for time. Yeah. But, okay. Um, um, Bright. So we watched Bright, <laughs> the film on Netflix that has critics, um, you know, up in arms, and it's got obviously Will Smith and an orc played by <laughs> no idea who he is. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, Alex, tell me what you think. Okay, Did you watch it from so beginning to end? I watched it from beginning to end. Okay, and that makes one of us. I, oh my God. <laughs> so I think the film was really, it was really courageous, really ambitious. It really had um, some interesting elements and interesting parts in there. Um, it's, like a, it's like this post... It's, a, it's this post-racial society. It's not even... In a different... World. Well, like, yeah. the thing is, because it's in L.A., so, because I was thinking, it said it's an like, alternative it was, world. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was an, it's an alternative world, but it's what could have been the future. Maybe it's this sci-fi fantasy action something. Um, Will Smith is so the humans are the superior race. Uh, yeah, as, as in, as in. They're, oh they're, no, is it no, no, the um? No, no, no. I think I think humans are superior, as in they may have the majority, so they tend to just fit in everywhere. Okay, and then elves are like 
the have, have the most money. Upper echelon. Yeah, the upper echelon. They Ooh, never I was, gonna say, I was gonna say something and I was like, oh, controversial. Yeah. Can't say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when you watch it, you'll know. Yeah. Um, and then the orcs are like, I want to say what black people are today. <laughs> I literally was like, um, yeah. It's very clear mm, but um, yeah but yeah they tried it yeah even even, even though even that is disrespectful yeah in itself that, yeah and then um like and then so it's and, like and, a world and, where yeah. like humans are mythical creatures because there are like witches in there are they witches or they're fairy? yeah, yeah fairies the fairies or witches? And they had to, yeah yeah so yeah i mean the the and they're, and they're fairies um did they say it was a fairy they're fairies elves orcs and humans mm-hmm. as what we see but um yeah, I I liked it up until a point. Cause I was like, oh my god, they're right. So I get what this is going yeah. to happen. But then there had to be an arc. There had to be a, something completely crazy and out of this world. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole searching for this wand thing. Yeah, and, the wand thing. Um, if you touch it, and if you if it doesn't make you burst you are a if you don't explode, you are bright. You are bright, and, and that's the point of the film. And what is a bright? Because a bright I was like, is no. someone who wields. The wand, and then you can make magic and make anything happen. Yeah, and I think like magic was banned. Yeah. Um, oh yes, I think magic was banned. Obviously. So who who was the who was the bright? Was it Will Smith? Because, because yeah, somebody I'm, you know one of the humans that spoke to orc, in orc with the orc guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, the human that you have is special. Yeah, Jacoby, Jacoby, Jacoby. Um, yeah. So he's speaking in orc, orcish to Jacoby when he got arrested for yeah. wielding this sword in the middle yeah. of the street like a madman. <laughs> And um, it was just like, you know what, this film, it wasn't the best film. It wasn't the best film. And I really feel like... Will Smith Will, was Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, it was Will Smith was Will Smith in this film. He had the same level of humour. As every the same other level of, film. You know, he had, in every other film that he does. I feel like he was just doing it to make change. Like, it was just one of those things. He was oh, doing I'll just do it this to film. cash in that Netflix check, honey. Yeah, exactly, because they were commissioned for a second exactly, film. Exactly, he was like, you know what? Jada has been like, you know, not doing much. My kids are yeah. kind of, you know, doing their own thing. I'm a bit bored, and I need me to, I need to cash a check. You so know. let me do this stupid ass film, <laughs> <laughs> and um, not do any publicity because everybody has Netflix, and yeah. Netflix can do that for me. And there we go. And I'm gonna sit my ass down, and and, <laughs> and start an Instagram account and, and make his Instagram Insta account. <laughs> Like it's been puppet. The best thing that I've seen in a long time. Like <laughs> he, he is better on his Instagram account than he was in this film. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. But I mean, there were certain things like you know at the beginning when he had to get rid of the fairy outside of uh, attacking the bird feeder, and he's like, "Fairies' lives don't matter today." Oh yeah. And I was like, "Oh god, this is really it's cringe. so cheesy and, and then, cringy." And then there was this, there were the stereotypes they used against the orcs. It's like, have you seen orc? Orcs don't jump. They don't play basketball because oh. of their stature. Obviously, it's bio- It's not racist. It's biological. Da, 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 da. And they, that's just, why that's why they're all in the football team. Consciously, it was consciously like trying to be woke. Yeah, it was like, but I think it was like throwing in your face. Yeah. Like, these like, look are, at this terrible. This terrible is what it's like, guys. <laughs> like, you know. And I'm like, it's not that. Like, it's just. Yeah. Anyways, like Jacoby was even sitting down when they were at the conference at the beginning, and then one of the officers showed him a picture. It's like, is this your cousin? Oh yeah. And he's like, no, I've never, I've never met this guy before in my life. Thing is, like, and obviously, kind of like, I, you know what it is. I think. Maybe like white people look at that and they're like, "Oh my god, this is like terrible." And black people are just looking at that oh, like, "Oh, this has yeah, been okay. for the past sixty to hundred <laughs> like, years." Okay, post yeah, we know this. So why does like what is this? Yeah, it's like, like it's yeah, it's a bit. Cr- Anyways, guys, uh, Will Smith. I hope 
that money will take you into a nice retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, but like this was not needed. But no. Nah. But no. But no. So how did he find out that he was a a bright? He, he grabbed the wand how? at the end. Oh, <laughs> was it, it right at the end? He had to pick up the wand because and it why? went and it went red and it was like you're a bright. Who said that? that? Jacoby. Jacoby. Yeah. And then obviously so he had to save this elf, this elf. That little elf thing that couldn't elf, even talk. Tika, tika, <laughs> tika, tika, and they were part of this um this cult called the Infirmi. I don't even know, yeah. man. I'm just like I don't know. Was, you know, you know quite a lot. Alex. I, I feel watching, like you might have enjoyed it. I was watching. No, Do I was you want to tell the truth? You know, you know, you're watching it and you're trying to make sense of it as you go. Like, you're okay, like, cool. Ooh. So there's the so there's Jacoby. Jacoby is like he doesn't want to be part of this gang life. He's not about it. But then it's not really the orcs don't but, like him. But it's not really a gang. It's like this cult thing because if it was a gang, it would just be a gang. Like the like like. Which was really stereotypical. The Mexicans. The Mexicans. Yeah. And they had this Mexican gang. Yeah. And it was like, they're called the homies. <laughs> and I was like, these are the homies. But the oh. orcs aren't part of a gang. They're part of this this kind of like... Tribe? Tribe thing. Where, I don't know. Yeah, I just, it was just... And any reason... Anyway, yeah. It's doing a lot. Watch it. No, don't. But... Don't watch it. There watch are it much better things mind. that you can watch There are so many different... There are so many better things that we can watch. Anyways. But yeah. And to round off the show with Ray's issue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my issue today will be covering the most, like, just a terrible thing. Yeah, that, that was that happened. Quite um, distressing. Absolutely. Um, so basically, and I quite very close to home for a lot of people because, like, yeah, yeah very close to home, but also like. I've seen people on Twitter who, you know, have known, like, know this person. And it's just very distressful and upsetting. Basically, um, uh, model Harry Ozoka was uh, killed in um, a stabbing that happened. He was a 25-year-old. And, you know, his life was just... Beginning. Right? Like, he was... Billboards in New York. Yeah, he's a model. You know, modeled for Mercedes and Zara and... Doing his thing. Bershka and just doing so much... And um, something as terrible as this had to happen to a life that was starting and thriving at that. Um, and it just made me think about, like, I don't even know, because I saw recently um, the mayor did this campaign on, you know, trying to stop knife crime in, in London. I don't know if you saw the video. Um, I actually quite... What, the campaign with yeah. all the influencers? Yeah influencers and you didn't like it i quite like it and just kids i liked it because i was like oh you know what this is a this is you know what because it got not just influencers but it got kids as well involved in it do you know i don't what? know if you saw the kids no i didn't i chose not to watch the, the inf- influencers i don't know if i don't think the influencers were in the video they were just uh, oh, like doing okay. the campaign thing but the actual video i don't know if you've seen it i think is really good but i'm like what is that going to do to actively tackle knife crime like what is it going to do and where do you even begin thing is and there are so many different factors into this there's like the like you can look at it from a holistic point of view like the whole positive outreach scheme so like after school clubs um various different extracurricular activities that can occupy the minds of young people and make sure that they are around role models and people that are positive for them so they don't it doesn't mean it's going to change everything 100% straight away because they have to still go back into certain environments but these are the things that when they were strapped um, when they were cut and they were slashed it kind of increased the prevalence of all of these things because there was no outlet 
Mm. There's no outlet for certain people, for people to do certain things. And I remember growing up, we had, I had youth club. I went to one in Halston after school yeah. and on Fridays and I used to go there. But I was book billed with activities for like the whole week. If it wasn't swimming, it was basketball. If it wasn't basketball, it was but drama. If it wasn't exactly, drama, it was something else. But all of this stems from one thing, and right? Like, Poverty, right. honestly. Because if like, I I think it's, people are, t- are like the government will talk about the symptoms that that show f- that are present and that um oh you know these are the symptoms of knife crime they don't tackle the issue the I fact mean, that it's a systematic thing mm-hmm. you you know put money in a community you give them good health care you give them good homes you give them good you give parents good jobs yeah you give you know them a good life at home in schools in every aspect of society, you stop putting betting shops and all of these types of shops in an environment, you know what I mean? Mm. And in doing so, you don't um, make it a place where all of these middle-class people can just come through, change up and live live a life that should have been there for the people that were there before. I think it's more of a systematic thing because right now you're just tackling, oh, let's let's give them a youth club, but then they're yeah. going to go home. Exactly. And That's their parents the are there because they're, they're working these many shifts to be yeah. able to put food on their plate. Yeah. How is that doing anything? You Do you know, know what I mean? Like, it's one of them, like, it's it's, a, it's several, it's loads of different things yeah. at one time. Like, you can't even be like, there's not, there's not going to be one set cure for it. And it, like... And it's then it's like, because so even like you get all these other people, like, it's a health let's crisis, say like man. white, white communities, right? And they'll tell us that this shit doesn't happen in their communities. I'm certain it does. Do you know what I mean? But it's not like presented in a way that we see it. And it's like, oh shit, look at this terrible thing that happened between John and Oliver. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But a, something happens in the black community they'll start roaring on about black on black crime and how it's affecting the world yeah, and it'll be plastered on the front page of the news. But I'm, I'm like... I'm surprised I haven't heard anything in the media about um, his murder yet. Because, and the thing is, and it's so strange, like, um, he was, it was, unre- he was unaffiliated yeah. with anything. Wasn't it? I was reading something about how it was like a, a, a robbery or... A yeah, like, it's um, just how, like, you know, people are starting to you know, throw wild theories around and throw different yeah. aspects. Oh, they're blaming um, one aspect of the black community, another aspect of the black Ridiculous. community, and then they're blaming... It's just, it's just, I, I, like, I do not... You know what? I really don't blame the black community at all. No. When it comes to shit like this, I'm like, I don't blame it because the government needs to tackle this issue on a systematic level because yeah. you cannot say, let's make more youth clubs and, and, and sort of just distract. Yeah. Just distract the, from how poor and, like, these people are and how poor we are like what the fuck like you can't you can't say let's put you know let's give them a health club or whatever and then go home and then their parents aren't there because they're working do you know what i mean yeah it's just it's it's so frustrating because i'm like you are tackling the symptoms that's what i'm saying about you're not tackling the cure you're not tackling the actual thing the root the root of it it all it's just it's fucking it's racism. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, know, I, I, know. I just, it's, oh man. It was sad and it kind of did make me feel kind of like, like, it didn't make me feel reflective and really, but it didn't make me feel kind of unsafe in a really weird way. Like, not, not, that, I'm, not that I felt like I'm going to go out and that's going to happen, but it was more, you know, just the, what's the word? 
the ease at which black lives are just just scattered just just, just ended scattered just like ended like, like you know nothing. what i mean like and he had so much going like we were two weeks in to new but year i don't even care two like weeks in. to me it's like okay he had so much on cool i don't give a shit who you are you cannot have nothing on you could be a bum yeah, you yeah, yeah. do not you don't deserve do you yeah, know what i mean like yeah and yeah. what is it two weeks in and we've had quite a few actually yeah there's been quite a few and sadly. i'm just like what the what the hell yeah there's something that it's just, it's a sickness and it just needs to be it needs to be healed we need to find out exactly yeah, what the so situation is that's my issue is. this week I'm just I, like honestly I didn't say anything on Twitter I, I saw it basically I just saw his I, I saw his Twitter I saw his Twitter profile because I've just I'm just so yeah. right, I, I saw his I, Twitter profile I said it's I so saw, eerie looking yeah. at his Instagram account his like Twitter you just, you just see like, his Instagram account just, and I'm like it's just gonna be not, it's just gonna be inactive because like I was on his Instagram account just being like what yeah like this is someone this is someone's son someone's flesh and blood absolute joy and it's just just like that but yeah <sighs> the like brevity I'm, of life man literally i'm just but anyway so <sighs> to end the show um oh, have a great today? week no, we, no, no great, we don't have time yeah not no but um but it's, i think it's been a quite a heavy one it's been quite a heavy one it's been quite a lot <laughs> that we've kind of covered yeah um, have a great week <laughs> yeah guys Um, just you know I know this is going to be like coming out my Alex is laughing you know coming out Monday morning we don't, yeah, we don't want to put a dent in your week but we thought these issues are really good to, to yeah. discuss and and tell us what you think about John Green's turtles um, turtles all the way down <laughs> literally I'm just like turtles down under turtles all the way down by John Green check it out guys tell us what you think about it tell us if, if this discussion has done it justice um you know anything that we've discussed any questions that you might have don't don't like just don't, don't hesitate e- email us you know mostly at gmail.com yep and uh, find us on twitter at mostly lit on instagram at mostly lit pod and we just want to thank you guys so much for actually listening um yeah 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 um it's a new year we've got so many things coming so um, many things coming we'll, we we'll keep you guys posted Update. and abreast of what's happening Absolutely. um yeah so catch me on it's alex reads yeah. on twitter um catch ray, me at, at reckless ray yeah and hopefully we'll have derek here next week but we won't have ray here next week yeah and you're not gonna away. have a guest they're not allowed a guest for two weeks um i'm literally like i'm gonna say no no, no guests <laughs> no guests if i'm not on the show it's gonna be two men and i'm fine with that that's no, fine <laughs> um right guys well we'll catch you next week just Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.